Hey everyone, welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and every Monday through Friday, we're doing our devotionals together. Today, we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Here's what it says. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. You know, these are very interesting verses, verses 13 and 14 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and it tells us something very simple. First, but I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren. You know, there's a difference between intelligence and wisdom, and and there's a difference between being smart and being ignorant. Ignorant isn't saying that you're not smart. It's simply saying that you're not well-informed. And in this particular passage, Paul is saying to the Thessalonians, he's saying, I want you to be well-informed about what happens next. This was a church that was facing struggles. They were facing trials. They were facing persecuted persecution and, and, and trouble. And, and some of the people who were facing that persecution, they were dying as a result of the persecution. And Paul was saying to them, I, I want you to stay on target with your faith. And as you stay on target, I want you to be encouraged that there is something next. That on that day when you close your eyes here, you open your eyes and you get to see God face to face if you're a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ. I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. You see, even in the face of death, even in the face of the most tragic circumstances in our life, it's very appropriate for people to grieve when we lose someone we love, but as a believer in Christ, we don't grieve as those who have no hope because we know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord because we know that because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us at Calvary, that the day will come when I close my eyes here and I open my eyes in eternity to see my heavenly father face to face. And while I grieve over those I've lost, and I hope the day when the day comes for me to close my eyes here and, and, and pass into eternity, I hope that didn't happen for a long time. But when that day comes, I do hope that there will be people here who will grieve that loss, but at the same time that they won't grieve as those who have no hope, that they will recognize the incredible life that God has given me and the incredible blessing that God has shown me by allowing me to know him by forgiving my sin and and that they would be able to celebrate the graciousness and the goodness and the loving kindness of our God even through the grief and that that grief, that sorrow would be transformed into joy because of what Christ has done for us. And, and as I think about that, I, I can't help but stop and think about those people in my own life who have gone on before me. I had four incredible grandparents that loved me and blessed me and have blessed my family and, and their faith to, to some degree was passed to my parents, which is now passed on to me. And, and I still, I still feel sorrowful when I think about them and the, and the days I remember clearly the days when they passed away. I remember clearly the services that we have for them. And one of the things I grieve is that I had a grandfather who just loved kids 
and he never had the opportunity to know my kids. So he, he's, he never knew his great grandkids. And I think about the fun times I and my brother had with my grandfather and what an incredible time we had and just how much fun it was, how much he loved us, how the silly jokes that he told, the crazy things that he built. He was a machinist by trade and he was constantly working on something and building something and showing us how to do things. And he was just so meticulous and, and he just, he loved being outside, being at the lake and being with kids. And I have no doubt that my kids would have loved him, that he would have loved my kids. And even today, there's a kind of grief I feel when I think about my kids missing out on the opportunity to know him. Yet through this verse, I have this confidence that through that grief and through that sorrow, that I don't have to grieve like those who have no hope because the day will come when I get to see him again. And and the day will come when my children, because they've stepped into eternity, I hope it's long time after I'm gone, but on that day, not only will they get to see God face to face, but I'll get to introduce them to their great grandfather. And I have no idea what that day will look like or what it will be like, but I just simply know that right now, even through sorrow, even through grief, even through what seems like regrets, I don't have to grieve as those who have no hope. And here's why, verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For everyone who dies in Christ, there is not simply a here, there is a hereafter. And that hereafter is glorious for us to close our eyes here in death, is to open our eyes in eternity and to see God face to face. So I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what you're fearing today. But as you consider these verses, take time to remember those people that God has taken home early, that those people that God has taken home already from our lives and just celebrate, give thanks for the lives that they lived. For those who are believers, give thanks for the lives that they lived and the life they currently have in Christ in eternity. And just thank God that someday as a believer, you'll have an opportunity to see them, to see them again. And then, and then maybe make it your prayer today that you would live the kind of life that on that day when you close your eyes here and open your eyes in eternity, when you see God face to face, that you would live your life in a way that the next thing you would hear is the phrase, well, God, well done, my good and faithful servant. I hope that we can live our lives in that way. Let's take a moment to pray this back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much that you've given us this promise that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Thank you that we don't have to grieve like those who have no hope. Thank you for my grandparents and the faith they poured into my mom and dad that they in turn poured into me and that today I'm pouring into my children. And I pray that someday they would take that same faith and pour it into their kids and their grandkids. And so thank you for the blessings that I have received because of them. And I can't wait for the day that I get to see them again. And so thanks for allowing me that privilege because I know to open my, to close my eyes here in death is to open my eyes in eternity and to, and to see you face to face and to meet them once again. And so I pray that on that day that I wouldn't simply see you face to face, that I too would hear the phrase, well done, my good and faithful servant. And that for everyone who's listening today, that they would live their lives in a way that they would trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of sins, that they would walk according to the gospel that they've been given, and that that they too on that day would hear you say, well done. 
well done. Father, we love you and we're grateful for you. Thank you so much for moments like these where we can take an unhurried look at your word. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening today. Uh, You could really help us out by rating and reviewing this episode, and you can help us connect with other people by liking it, sharing it, or, or commenting on it. And we hope you'll check out our partner podcast, A Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.